You're tuned into the Traders Takedown Podcast by BPI Securities, your source for on-the-go market updates and investment tips to help you trade better, live better, as we make investing a habit. Good day, BPI traders. This is Rico from the BPI Securities Client Acquisitions Team. And welcome to another episode of The Overview brought to you by the Traders Takedown Podcast. We are right in the middle of left and right earnings releases and we have another household name to discuss, which has reported excellent earnings just last week as the company rides on the reopening theme for the year. This is a utility company which has a price target upside of about 19.2% from the current levels. So to not delay this any longer, I would like to introduce my colleague from the BPI Securities research team, our utilities analyst, Christelle Parumao. Hi, Christelle. Welcome to the show. Hi, Rico. Thank you for having me. So we recently published a report on Manila Electric or Meralco or MER. So MER is the largest electric distribution company in the country, accounting for more than half of the Philippines' total energy sales. Uh, its 25-year congressional franchise to distribute electricity to Metro Manila is set to expire in June 2028, uh, but we expect it to be renewed uh, considering its track record of more than 100 years. Uh, MERS core electricity distribution business still accounts for bulk of the company's profits. Uh, however, the company is positioning more of the business into the unregulated sectors of the Philippine power industry. Uh, specifically, MERS is looking to grow its power generation business. Uh, we like the stock and we view it as a strong play on utilities with its uh, defensive core distribution segment and sustain the vertical integration into power generation. At our price target of 360 pesos, uh, the stock offers a potential return of 25%. So that's an upside of 19% and a dividend yield of about 6%. Uh, pretty big decent considering the PSEI's dividend yield of about uh, 2%. MER is also trading below its historical EVA multiple of 9.6 times. So I think the uh, current price offers an attractive entry point to MER. Crystal, can you tell me more about how Meralco's distribution tariffs or rates are determined and are there any updates to Meralco's tariff determination? On your power bill, you would find the different components that make up the electricity you're paying for. You would see there that about 10% of your electricity pertains to distribution fees. Uh, these are actually MERS core revenues. Now, these uh, rates are reset or are determined every four years in compliance with the Energy Regulatory Commission's regulations. Under this regulation, MER is allowed to recover all CAPEX, OPEX, and taxes it incurs to run the distribution asset plus an allowed rate of return. The last formal rate determination was back in 2011 and until now, the rate determination for the subsequent years have remained pending on the ERC's end. The regulatory undertakings for the tariff rate to be charged by MER to its customers for 2022 until 2026 are still ongoing and MERS management indicated that there could be a slight delay in the ERC's final determination the next year from the earlier estimated October 2022 release. You discussed earlier on Meralco's foray into the generation business. Can you expound on that? MER has a total generating capacity of 2.4 gigawatts comprising coal, natural gas, oil, diesel, and solar plants. Note that these power plants currently account for less than 20% of MER's earnings. However, 
Marie intends to accelerate its Genco business with 1,500 megawatts of generation capacity across several renewable energy technologies by 2027. They started with the 55 megawatt solar plant in Bulacan, which began delivering power in 2021. MER is also boosting its RE capacity by developing three solar farms with a total capacity of 188 megawatts, all of which are expected to be operational by next year. I know that the generation segment's contribution to MER's profitability may be minimal currently, but I think it will be a key long-term growth driver for MER, given their massive expansion pipeline. Christelle, I've been reading news about a possible termination of San Miguel's power supply contracts with Meralco. How would this affect the company and, consequently, the consumers? After the ERC's denial of the joint motions of MER and San Miguel for temporary price adjustments in their power supply agreements, San Miguel notified MER that it would continue to supply power at the rates provided under the agreements. MER's management stated that they haven't received any termination notice from San Miguel since receipt of the ERC's unfavorable decision. In case San Miguel pushes through with the termination of its contracts with MER, then Meralco would have no choice but to bring the matter to the ERC for resolution. It also remains unclear whether San Miguel will be liable for liquidated damages if ever it pushes through with the termination. SMC's termination of the power supply contracts would mean higher electricity costs for consumers as Meralco would have to buy more expensive power from the electricity spot market and from other power generators. However, this would have no impact on MERS profitability as generation charges are ultimately passed on to consumers. Christelle, I've also come across news on yellow and red alerts on the national grid. Is there any supply or demand tightness? If so, what caused this and how do we expect that to play out in the next two to three years? You're right, Rico. We have observed yellow and red alerts in Luzon this year owing to thin power reserves. We are currently experiencing a tightness in power supply demand due to a number of power plant outages amidst a resilient growth in electricity consumption. I think that this situation will persist and supply conditions will remain tight in the near to medium term owing to a lack of big plants coming online in the next three years in contrast to a sustained recovery in power demand with the easing of mobility restrictions. Offhand, an improving mobility or people going out more would mean well for MER as this would also mean an increase in electricity volumes especially in malls, restaurants, hotels, schools and offices as these were the places severely impacted by the pandemic. Thank you very much, Christelle, for your valuable insights on Meralco. I hope our listeners or our BPI traders also gained some insights that may help them with their investment decisions. We hope to have you again soon on the podcast. No problem, Rico. You'll be hearing from us again soon as we navigate the earnings season. And that's a wrap for today's episode. For more insights and trading ideas, log on to your BPI Trade accounts or open an account today at bpitrade.com.